So yeah, today it's going to be a little bit different since I'm DMing and Cassie is going to be playing. Um, we're going to be having some fun today. The story is going to be taking place in Arius. And it is going to be near a small village by the name of Reachout. And this small town is located near the dark woods you all have been called upon to go to this town to investigate two missing female children you know them only as juno and kenna they are 15 years old and they are missing they have been missing for weeks the town has sent out flyers and everything to f help find these two girls and you all have come together to this town to investigate this if lady you'd like mm -hmm. to describe your character okay and then we'll um, go right down the list basically sure thing i am tonight i'm playing a kitsune named lou morda he keeps his hood up to hide his ears and he also is very careful to keep his bushy foxtail under his big long blue coat that he wears um but yeah he he's a pretty friendly fellow he mostly just passes himself off as a human unless people ask um only a couple members of the party here know what he really is um just to kind of keep himself safe so yeah, I will be playing Lou, the Kitsune. All right, perfect. And we'll go with Tagoro or Adam next. Hi, I'm Adam. Let's see, I'm playing Professor Herbert Tyler James o uh, Osmo, or sometimes Dr. Professor Herbert James uh, Tyler James Oz Osmos, or... Uh, Dr. Professor HTJ Osmo. I mean, it's just really whatever you're feeling that day. But you got to include a doctor or a professor or both, or I will not talk to you. Uh, I am playing a forest gnome, uh, psionic wizard, and I'm an old man. I say poppycock a lot. Poppycock! Um, and yeah, that's about it. Yes. All right, Ryan. Hi everybody, my name's Ryan. Today I'll be playing a rock gnome monk uh, named Warren. Uh, he is three feet tall, uh, dark hair, and has a robe that has random patches on it. And uh, uh, he just wants to uh, stand out from his normal branch of family and wanted to become a monk. So, yeah. There you go. And we'll do Aaron next. Hello, my name is Aaron. I am playing Kisaris, the half-elf storm cleric. He is on the short side. He's only about 5'8". He has storm gray eyes with shoulder-length white blonde hair. Um, his distinguishing feature would be that he actually has a lightning bolt that starts under his jaw and then disappears under his armor and goes all the way down to his right hand. 
Awesome. All right, Ginger. Hi, I'm Ginger, and I'm playing Naula, a Goliath cleric. Uh, has light gray skin uh, with long white braids in her hair, and she wears uh, some scale mail armor that's kind of piecemeal, kind of put together. And uh, oh, she's also uh, eight feet tall, which, you know, makes for some interesting conversation when you meet her. But she's pretty, she's pretty gentle and neutral when she talks to you. So, yeah. Awesome. All right. And Matt. Yay. Hello, I'm Matt. Uh, and I will be playing Dust with uh, Tabaxi Monk. He's also more on the taller side, about six foot one. He kind of looked at this athletic looking tabaxi, yellow eyes. He always walks on his bare uh, feet, which in this case would be paws in his case. His clothing kind of look, they don't look very uh, like the usual kind of clothing that you would see in someone. He usually has like this tribal like kilt, a hood with a cape, a scarf that connects like two shoulder plates on his shoulders. So he's kind of like 90% of the time shirtless with a cape. And you can kind of tell by looking at him that he comes from a place very far away. Yeah. Awesome. So you all gather together and you enter this kind of, it is, it is kind of late morning and you look around, you are, you all are aware of this town. Uh, you may have passed or heard stories about it. It is a small town, so everything is kind of local and easy to find. You start to enter the town and you look around and a lot of, of the stragglers outside are mostly human and they're, they're kind of depressing looking. Um, they're very down, sad because of the situation at hand. But you do stumble across a tavern named the All-Purpose Mug. Also further down, you see this small church with a waterfall statue like plunging into a still pool, if you may. And then a little bit further down is what seems to be like the... Uh, town hall where the mayor would stay and then other than those main local places there's just like some random homes and kind of like a little bit of farmland that you can see gardens and stuff being grown and are we supposed to report somewhere i can't remember are we supposed to report somewhere first or are we just where, supposed to just we... yeah are we so supposed you all to just start so you all yeah so you all have this note of like uh, basically like this parchment that says to go mm -hmm. to the town and investigate uh, the the missing children. So it's up to you guys if you want to go into the tavern, if you want to head into the town hall, maybe talk to the mayor to see what kind of information he has. Uh, okay. I I want to go check out the tavern if anyone else would like to join me. Mm. Also, I'm just really want to drink before we start all this. <laughs> but I'm gonna go check out the tavern in case the kids got lost in there. So, you know. Wait, would kids be going to a tavern? 
You never know. Kids can be very rebellious uh, when left to their own devices. So I'm going to just check it out. You should probably come with me in case they put up a fight. Wait, the kids? Wait, wait, are we <laughs> children? Wait, Lou what? confused now. <laughs> what do you mean by the kids are going to put up No, 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 I did not mean the kids. I meant if we find something and there is a fight, then there might be uh, a more... I. Does anyone want to go to the tavern with me? It'll be fine. <laughs> oh. And then as soon as I say, they'll just open the door. <laughs> okay. okay. It's like we're talking about this on the way to the tavern. Like, <laughs> do you guys want to go? Because we're going. This is where we're headed. We're going to the tavern. It's... Looking for kids in a bar where you only usually find adults. <laughs> Perfect. I... Usually our parents. Oh, yeah. Maybe we can find their parents and ask them questions. Yes, that was mm. my plan all along. Yeah. I'm glad you're the party leader. <laughs> Poppycock. <laughs> oh, God. What is a poppycock? Okay. She's not the leader. I'm the leader. Okay, you can be I the am leader. the oldest. Yep. Mm -hmm. Do you think we should go to the tavern there, oh, Professor God, Doctor? Yes. I need a drink. <laughs> oh, okay. What do you all drink? What's up with drinking? I mean, I guess if they have some apple cider, I'd be down. Have oh, you listened to her talk? I need a drink already. <laughs> I don't understand. Give her a second. She'll come back around. Are you talking about the small one with the cloak or me? The... Oh my god, Cassie, how do you say your fucking name? Lou. Oh my god, it's easy. And Lou's a boy. Oh. How dare you? You've <laughs> been calling fun. him a. You've been calling him a girl. This whole you said time. you have your cloak up. I can't tell. <laughs> Gender is very fluid among many races. <laughs> very hard to distinguish without a proper examination. He probably forgot his glasses at home. <laughs> exactly. So I don't have to. All my shortcomings of remembering is totally going to be forgivable because I'm a drunk old man. But I'm a boy. And you should be. <laughs> so, our leader has made a decision, and I just walk into the bar. <laughs> I, I think Dust is already on. Like, yeah. Inside. Yeah, Dust is already he's not even, He probably just looking around without actually asking for any drinks, just looking. Yeah, you, you walk in. As soon as you all walk in, you see Dust just kind of peering back and forth there's like two patrons in here and then the bartender a bartender's a giant or half orc male he's just kind of cleaning the table getting glasses set up the two patrons are just kind of down in their mugs not really paying any attention to anybody i'm go up to the bartender okay you walk up yep and I say hi. Um, look, I'm looking for the parents of Juno. 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 Oh dear. Juno. Juno. What is the capital of Alaska? <laughs> Juno and Kina. Um. Oh, the well, the parents' house is down the road here. Has a brown door with a kind of like a wooden fence in the front. That's Juno's family. Uh-huh. Do many Oh, so of they're not related. Um 
no ma'am uh no sir they're not <laughs> why does you think of a girl this is going to be a running it's joke. your your voice your voice is very high pitched i found most if i talk like game. this do i sound more like a man no, you sound scary. <laughs> uh, probably shouldn't do that. You're fun. going to hurt your vocal cords. Yeah, don't, don't, maybe don't do that. Um, but it's something you could just take in stride. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sometimes it is best to just smile and nod and move forward. Mm. Oh, I'm good at that. Yeah, same. So, brown house, pins. What, what about the other half? The, the other kid. Uh, Kina? Kina. Yes. What, where, where does this other half? Her family. Uh, her family is a little bit further down. It's uh, actually three houses down from there. Kind of a similar house without a fence. Okay. Have you seen any filthy orcs around here? I bet it was the orcs. You did not just say that. Please just ignore the man. He is not had his uh, medicine today. Let's just get back to the topic again. Yes, he also has not had his daily knuckle sandwich. But they steal children. Oh my. So do slavers. Exactly, which are usually orcs. Okay, Professor. <laughs> then your experience with orcs is far different than mine. Uh, excuse me, Barkeep. I. I was curious is about how long have these girls been missing oh probably about a week now did they go missing on the same day or separate days it was the same day actually uh they're close in age so they hung out a lot where, where did they where were they last seen oh geez i heard they were last seen by the forest edge they were i think picking berries or something well, anyway, one of the girls screamed, and Kenna's dad ran out because he was the closest to him, and they were gone. I see. Uh, is there... Is there any clergyman present in the chapel? I'm curious to see whether or not there is any histories about this forest. Uh, you can go ahead in. It's ran by Father... Halo. He seems like a nice guy. Uh, he might have some answers. Really, uh, no one in the in the town knows too much about what happened. This is kind of new to us. That's why we've been calling for help. Oh yes, I did not mean to sound like this is a common place. It's just, it's just curious to see if there was any stories or any legends, something that would give us at least. A general idea of what's going on. Well, if you, uh, you stop by the mayor's office, the, he sent scouts out, but they never came back. We know it might be in the forest. Who knows where, though? I see. Um, Kisaris would look to the rest of the group. Well, do we want to start with the girl's parents? Yes, that would be uh, the best thing, I think. Yeah, that's a good idea. Thus gives a friendly thumbs up with smile. Yes. Did, did, do you have ale right now? Please. Oh, uh, yeah, of 
course. He pours you one. It's on the house. Don't worry about it. Oh, thank you. That you is very are... kind. Anybody else? I have, I have alcohol and non-alcoholic beverages. You have apple cider. I do actually. Yeah. Some of the best, best denarius. Here you go. He pours awesome. You glass. <laughs> Lou, um, how old are you? Uh, let's see. I am one, two, three, four. Uh. Just 18 seasons. Yes, I'm... Yes, I have seen 18 seasons. Or, no, 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 not 18 seasons. 18 summers. Oh. Is that especially young for someone like you? Um, yes. (laughs) Okay. Yes. (laughs) I think it's best if we not inquire too much about each other's ages. Why are you very old? <laughs> no, sometimes thinking over such things is rather difficult. Age oh. is just a, a as, number. As Kusaras looks over to Doc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I look at, uh, I don't know if there's a hot waitress. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm a doctor. Oh, God. Uh, Warren goes over to the professor and starts leading him outside. Uh, oh, come on, Grandpa. I'm not disabled, damn it. <laughs> it! It's okay, Professor. Let's just go do the mission. Poppycock. Alright, so where do you guys head? <laughs> Dear God, you're a cheetah man. <laughs> <laughs> Dust is amazing. <laughs> God uh, damn it. Yes. Yes. So <laughs> that reaction. <laughs> so we go to uh Juno's house first then. You wander up the road and you see what was described to you as Juno's house, a brown house with a white picket fence in the front. You head to the door. You give a gentle knock, or you going in loud? I think someone else should knock, because uh, I Chris, think... Chris Aris would knock. I think that Duff would probably just shout a really loud hello. <laughs> oh, okay. If they just they start asking each other, like, should we knock or something? And then just Duff goes, hello! I imagine Chris Aris is just about to knock on the door as Duff says that. He just turns to Duff, shakes his head. <laughs> what? Well, we cannot say you are ever bashful. I think we're going to be popular in this town. Yeah. Charles would take a step back from the door, though. Okay. And you knocked, you said? Yeah, I did knock. Okay. <laughs> you guys wait a few seconds, and the door kind of creaks open, and all you see is kind of like a half faced man. You can see stubble on his face, kind of sun, sun-worn. Uh, hello? Excuse me, sir. We are here to investigate the disappearance of your daughter. Oh. Uh, he opens the door, and he's he looks like a, a pretty healthy guy. Broad shoulders. Like I say, he's tan. He's just wearing some basic clothing. 
Uh, if you want, you can all come in. He takes a look at your group, and he's wide-eyed of all the different people around. Uh, yeah, come, come in, please. We, we, we don't, we don't need to impose, but um, we're surprised you, of course. But he's not making much eye contact. He's just out of it, really. Kisaris would understand, and if he if uh, he steps aside, he would enter. We're here to help find your kids. Blue, That's not, not really wrestling. Uh, um, yeah, was I? Was that not right? No, 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 no. It was very good. It was very good. You were a very good kid. Kit, kid. I'm a guy, just like everyone else. Oh, that was not my misunderstanding just not really sure what you are period <laughs> I'm a I'm a guy I know, I know how that feels it's fine uh, uh, no it, it just it's a very delicate situation it's not a good I be cheerful in a time like this it's and that's all oh, okay sorry yeah little don't it in Dust leans to the side. You can be careful with me. Okay. Yay. <laughs> so the man, he goes in inside more of his house and he sits in this chair and he's just kind of scrunched over, kind of looking down. He says, thank you all for coming. He lifts up his head. Sir, anything I can help you with. Um, well, we'd like to know more about what your daughter was doing before she disappeared and uh, what you can tell us about who she was. How old is she? She's 15. The same okay. age as Kenna. Our families were all friends. We didn't think anything like this would happen. We, uh, I, uh, I sent her to get berries. We were gonna make muffins. <laughs> and she never came back. That's all I know. I was here, alone. My wife was getting more of supplies. My wife is in the other room. She's too broken to come out. I'm, I apologize. It's all right. Fine. Um, uh, if I may ask, uh, about how long have you and your family lived here and reach out? Uh, since I was a child. We've been here for years. I met my wife here. now going on 20-30 years and has there ever been any stories or legends about this dark wood that maybe maybe passed on by word of mouth throughout the years well I mean the name itself is scary we've always heard Nightmares just never go in alone. Wolves, 
owl bears. We are afraid. Have... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, sorry, sorry. What was the name of the forest again? The Dark Woods. Oh well, all right then. Yep, yep. <laughs> are there orcs there? <laughs> we haven't heard of orcs coming in our village. You, we really need to talk about whatever you have with your the orcs. Like, but maybe that's everyone doesn't like orcs. No, that's not true at all. It's a little unhealthy thing you've got going on. I mean, um, orcs uh, are at the root of all evil. Has anybody gone into the dark woods and come back um, that you know of? Basically, a long time ago. I mean, there were hunting parties that have gone out and have scored nice meat for the village that's kind of how we do we don't go too deep in the forest but i do know that we get meat and pelts from there and sometimes a bear will stroll in and but now we're afraid of the worst maybe something has gotten our daughter's animal we don't know can, 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 can I ask a question? Just raises an arm. Uh, yeah, yes. Uh, what kind of relationship they had, you know, and you know, were they friends? Were they? Yeah, they were. They were best friends. They went everywhere together. They played together when they were younger. Oh, did they school. have other friends too? Mm, good Lou. Yeah, they they had a few, but the other kids are safe well no I was just thinking like when I used to play with my sisters and stuff and you know like a couple of us would run off uh, the others would you know maybe keep it a secret from our parents we could always ask the kids maybe they know something where the girls may have gone to or if they know something mm -hmm. I never really thought of that I just trusted our scouts, but of course they haven't returned yet. Not sure. When were these scouts sent out? Just curious. Well, the girls have been missing for a week, and after the third night they were missing, that's when the scouts were sent out. So it's been now about four days it's going on the fifth night um this is just seems odd but um okay sorry so look to the group um lou um if this gentleman gave us the names of their friends would you be comfortable talking to them and asking them questions oh yeah i can do that yeah you seem like you might uh, be able to get better information from them than we might. Because I'm a lot more friendly than you guys? Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. He's weird. Really. That wasn't the word I would use, but it works. <laughs> Ooh, Dustin, I can go talk. I was gonna. Aw, oh, thanks, Dust. Uh, Dustin, I can go check it out or talk to the mm -hmm. kids. Uh, yeah, that would be very nice. And maybe. Uh, if you like, if if it's okay, we could go talk to the other family while you talk to the kids. 
cover Got more it. ground that way. Sounds like a plan. Say meet up at the mayor's house once we're done. That sounds yeah. like a plan. Works for me. Yes. Okay. Uh, where, where, where can we find these kids? Um, in the first place? Yeah, what what are the children's names? The friends? I know we're probably putting you on the spot for this. The friends' can, names? Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so Lou and Dusty are going to go try to find the, like, local kids around? Yeah. Okay. Can I have one of you make a investigation roll with advantage? Okay. Because I assume that you're helping each other out. Mm -hmm. uh, do you want to roll it, or do you want me to roll it? Uh, who do you think is going to be leading the whole thing? I was going to say, I have proficiency in investigation. I have a plus four. I think probably you will roll. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Plus zero. Fourteen. So yeah, you, you guys start to knock on a couple of houses, and you do get a few of the parents uh, and their children in their rooms. What kind of questions would you be asking the the kids? They're, they range um, from 14 to 15 years old. Let's see. I would be asking... Uh, Teenagers. Right. <laughs> uh, let's see. I would be asking like what their names are, what they all like to do for fun, what the girls yep. like to do for fun. Um, ooh, did you guys have any like secret or fun hangout places near the woods that you guys like to go to that you know maybe the grown-ups said like don't go there that's bad but you know you do it anyways because it's fun this is why Lou needed to handle the, the kids yeah <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. and then uh, maybe Dot would ask the more direct questions uh, <laughs> <laughs> like once the a proper uh, relationship of friendliness is established at some point. Maybe even use the fact that he's not neither him or Luke are like common races, so they can just make a conversation out of that. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, if it helps too, I'll even like swish my tail under my coat to like kind of like get the kids interested. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. So you guys, you start talking to some of these kids. You, you meet uh, Sarah is one of their names. And she's engaging with you guys a lot, making a lot of contact. It seems like she doesn't give you guys the answers that you might be looking for. She says that there's really no place in the woods that we go into. That place is way too dangerous. And... As far as, like, secrets, she, like, looks kind of awkwardly at her mom and dad. Sometimes we like to go behind the mayor's house and paint weird pictures. Like, <laughs> you paint pictures on the mayor's house? What do you by weird? Uh, the guys draw... No. <laughs> now I wish I was there so I could be like dicks. We're talking about dicks. It's obviously a dick drawing. And and the girls just kind of hang out and think it's funny, and we don't really do anything. It's it's you know it's just you know teenage fun. Oh, and her parents are uh -huh. like looking at her like uh, shaking their heads. We didn't and get to eyes. do anything fun like that. 
Um, and then you go to another house, and there's a kind of like a teenage boy <laughs> named Rem. Uh huh. And he's just he's a nice kid, and he says that he definitely doesn't go near the woods. He likes to go to the lake side and catch fish with his friends. That's what his kind of group does. But nothing, nothing about going in the woods, nothing like secret places. They do talk about Kenna and Juno and that they miss them. They were kind of close with all of them in a way. They were very popular girls, very nice, nice, like genuinely nice. Um, mm -hmm. another kid named Luke says that he had kind of a crush on Juno and he's like he's kind of like shy to ask her out and is really upset that she's missing now and then the last girl that you visit his name is Melanie and she was kind of closer to them and she is very weirded out that this would happen like this is not behavior that they would Conduct. Were you guys uh were you guys hanging out together at all that day? No, me and my mom went down to the market. So we had to pick up some supplies or honestly, I would have been with them. Hmm. Huh. And her mom kind of hugs her tighter like knowing that she could have lost her daughter as well. I see. And that's kind of all you surmise in your investigation. Alright. Um Dust, do you have any other questions for the kids? Mm, was there any change in their behavior lately? Change in their behavior? You can make an insight check for me. Oh I mean I, I was making the like that being the question. But I would probably do the insight check anyway. Uh to check like if there's any kid that did hide more than I mean, they had more information that they were willing to give. Oh. Okay, that's good. And I did, uh, sorry to clarify, there was no change in behavior of Kenna or Juno. And with your insight check of 11, you do not notice any change of behavior of the uh, children that you are interviewing. They're pretty confident. And you feel confident in yourself that they are confident in their answers and what they are telling you. Well, I, I thank them for their help and assistance. And, um, yeah, on our way back to meet up with the group, I mm -hmm. asked Dusk, should we go check behind the mayor's house? You know, I don't see why not. Okay, we're going to go take a detour and check the mayor's house first before meeting back up with the group. Okay. Well, you're meeting us at the mayor's house, so that works. Well, we're going to the back first. We're not going to meet up with you guys yet. I want to go see what, what their drawings are. Okay. As you guys exit your last house, you pass the church, the, the like uh, little temple, and you go past it and you end up at the mayor's house. So let's cut to Dr. <laughs> Professor Nala and Warren. And let me say it again. Say it again. Krizaris. Krizaris. Okay. So what are you guys doing? You're heading to Kenneth's house. So Krizaris would 
approach the door, give it a quick, short knock, and then back away once again. Okay, this time a woman answers the door. She opens it. You see just a kind of a fragile woman with long blonde hair, curly at the bottom. Can I help you? Yes, we were here to investigate the disappearance of Kana. I was curious, is your husband able to talk? Or that we don't want to talk I'm to sorry, her. what? We can talk to her, Krizaris. You can you can ask her a question. Yes, yes, but the father was the one who ran and saw the girls. Yes, that I'm is curious. true. I'm curious to see whether or not he saw into it. She escorts you all in. Yes, please come in. Yes, there's a man around. Uh, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> Hi, I look at, is your uh, husband at home? <laughs> he, he didn't Is mean it in that like, way. Yes. I know. <laughs> Good job, man. Man handshake. <laughs> oh, no. Now it's going to kill you both. All right. <laughs> she calls for her husband. She, Charles, come here, please. And uh, another similar looking guy, broad shoulders, but this time darker hair, uh, bright blue eyes comes out. Uh, can I help you all? Uh, hello, sir. Um, you're looking into the disappearance of your daughter. And I was curious because you were the one who heard the girl scream. Can you relay exactly what happened after you heard their scream? Yeah, I, uh, I told the scouts the same thing. Uh, I was over here. He points out the back window through the kitchen area. And you see this garden, this very small garden. It has cabbages and some corn stalks growing on it now. And uh, I was out there gardening, tilling up the ground for some new produce that we had. And I heard Juno scream. And so I dropped my trowel and I looked up and I saw this dark shadow just dart into the woods and my girls were gone. I ran and ran and ran and I couldn't catch up to him. As he, as he's kind of saying this, he kind of fades into this blank stare. Can I make an insight check? Absolutely. That would be a hell of an insight check. I just want to know um, like, does he look like he feels guilty or is he just sad is he you you see uh, a broken man hmm. he is broken and just doesn't have an answer he he looks and he's generally confused of how fast it happened hmm. he and he's he's legit broken did you run into the forest after them i did and then I saw wolves, so I turned. Hmm. We do not fault you for that. Um, Manny, out of character, um, how's the weather been in this area for like the last week? Like, has it been relatively dry? Has it been raining at all? Um, it's been relatively dry, but it you can see that it has rained maybe 
three or three days ago or so. Like it's the ground is kind of clay. Oh, um, I, I don't want to take up too much more of your time and reminisce more about bad memories. But if you could just um, point to the location where you last saw the girls, I'm curious just to take a closer look, see if there's uh, yeah, maybe I can, anything left. I can bring you to it. That'd be much appreciated. Okay, he puts his boots on and gets up. He goes outside the back door and you all follow him, I presume. So you all mm-hmm. follow him out the back through the garden. It's a very small area and it's probably about a hundred feet away from his house. He brings you to the edge Damn. of the forest and you see bushes of like berries, uh, raspberries, um, very fresh. And you see this kind of, it's like a, it's almost a path like into the forest. I wouldn't say it's like a, it's just like a, a man-made path. It's not anything spectacular. They were here. So Kusaris is going to crouch down and take a closer look at the ground. He's looking for, um, he knows it's unlikely, um, given that the weather hasn't been dry, so it's not going to be great for keeping, but he's looking for any possible hints of what may have occurred here. Um, he's like looking around the dirt, seeing if there's like maybe any like loose straight hairs, um, any possible, um, signs of broken leaves, broken branches, anything like that. Before he does that, I'm gonna, um, or like seeing him do that, I'm gonna put a hand on his shoulder and cast guidance. Okay. And that gives him advantage? No, an extra D4. A D4. Okay, perfect. Mm -hmm. Okay. So do you want investigation or survival? So I would love for you to make an investigation check, but before you do, how far in of the forest are you going? I would not go... Like, the farthest I would go in would be maybe five feet onto the path. Like, he's mainly focusing, like, where the girls were taken. Okay. Because he doesn't have the whole group here, so he doesn't want to go on a full-on search. He's just trying to find a potential starting point. Fair enough. Okay. All right. Could I actually make a investigation too while we're at it? Yeah, absolutely. You can. Not gonna be good. So it's an eleven total. Oh. Okay, eleven. Oh. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So as you guys are looking around, Warren, you do see where there were some looks like dry blood to where uh, one of the girls had tried to maybe possibly grab onto a branch and was yanked to the point of where her hands were cut by that branch guys i found something with that natural 20 you do go a little bit bit out of your comfort range into the forest and you see dragging 
Do I but see it's, claw it's marks not, or it's not it's not body drag marks. It's it's like um oh probably about six inches wide of like a steady drag. Ogres. Oh my god. <laughs> Can I do an arcana check while he's doing that shit? Yeah, sure. Just to see if there's any magic stuff around. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. You can go back to him, sorry. But that that is on Warren. What else? How how uh the six foot drag? Uh, how long does that last for? Only for like a few. Feet? It goes. It kind of goes, and it, you can almost follow it, and it continues. Ooh. Okay. I think we have a lead, guys. I think we need to go get Lou and Dust. Absolutely. Yes, I believe that is the wisest decision to do at this time. Okay. Ha! No. (laughs) (laughs) My God, beautiful out tonight. (laughs) God. Oh, Grandpa. You do not sense any magical essence, unfortunately. All right, so you guys let the uh, let Charles know. You have a lead, or? Um, would, after, he would stand up, turn over, walk over to Charles. Well, we at least potentially found a starting point onto where your girls were, oh, where the girls were taken. But we need to get the rest of our group and talk to the mayor before we proceed further. But I am hopeful that we may get you some answers. Understandable. Uh, thank you all very much. He You're turns. very brave for coming out here. He nods. He looks upon all of you and kind of nods all of you know, nods his head and turns and starts heading toward his his house. <sighs> and all of you gather up and start heading to the mayor's house where Lou and Dust are. What are you guys doing? Yeah. Well, I'm curious about this artwork and what the fascination behind it is. <laughs> Why do you think they come to the mayor's house to do this, Dust? I don't know, Lou. Uh, but what do we see? <laughs> oh, yeah. What, what do we see as we approach the back of the mayor's house? So as you guys approach the back, you look kind of around, you look on the walls, and as you look closer, you swear that this is fresh paint. Like it's something's painted over. Oh, um, let me see. Let me see what I have here. Are you, are you going to take the time to remove the paint? Uh, yes, I am. I'm. I'm just gonna like. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna like walk up and with like the sleeve of my coat. Sure. Rub off and see what's underneath. Yeah, there's a penis. <laughs> oh. Nice set of dick and balls. We'll be right back with the rest of the episode after a quick break. Hey, folks! Your DM here to tell you about our new sponsor from Awesome Dice. They have you covered for all your dice and dice accessory needs. From metal and gemstone to their specialty dice, 
you can easily find the right set to give you the advantage in your next game session. Also, make sure to visit www.awesomedice.com to use the special discount code ADVANTAGE10 for 10% off your next purchase. Add more dice to your collection with Awesome Dice and gain the advantage in all your rolls. Hey guys, it's Adam here to talk about our sponsor, Elderwood Academy. They have all you need to add to your gaming experience. They create beautiful hex chest dice boxes, rolling trays, dice towers, and many other unique products in their store. I personally enjoy their dice catapult. You heard me, dice catapult. I launch my d20s across the table at my DM when I make an attack roll. But also, don't forget to check out Elderwood Academy at www.elderwoodacademy.com to check out all their great products. Thank you. Love you. Hey everyone, your DM Cassie here. Before we jump back into the rest of the episode, make sure to follow us on Twitter and Facebook to check out fun posts, special announcements, and our monthly Epic Loot Box giveaways, where you can enter to win some awesome swag to give you the advantage on your next encounter. I also want to take a quick moment to shout out and thank a friend of the show, Nim Toast Hater, for the use of some of his awesome homebrew items. He can be found all over social media with his homebrew creations, with a focus on D&D 5e mechanics, from items to monsters, feats, classes, and even races. You can find Nim on Twitter at Toast Hater. You can also check him out on Patreon, DMs Guild, and his own Discord server by following the links in the episode description. Thanks again so much, Toast. You rock. As always, if you've been enjoying this episode of Party Advantage, Please take the time to review us on your podcast platform of choice. Reviews really do help us spread the word and grow the show so that we can keep bringing you more exciting content. Thank you so much for listening. And now back to the show. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh my. <laughs> this little, is very little hair. Oh. Yeah, very detailed. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Lou, you're like, that is. That is graphic. <laughs> That's a veiny oh. motherfucker. <laughs> no. I'll let y'all imaginations go wild. Oh, necessary. <laughs> I don't understand why they did this. Why do kids what do is this? Issue with this. I don't is know. It, is <laughs> it's culture. It's the two furry races that have no clue. <laughs> How <laughs> like just humans are just just little little I little a holes. I I I guess there's something teenagers do. I, I guess. Okay, let's just go back to the group. Well, do you think there's anything else under here, like besides <laughs> that penis? <laughs> do you want me to reply? Keep rubbing. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I meant, like, what if, I mean, maybe there's not more penises, maybe there's something else, like, okay. do you uh, think that's just, all do, they, no, do you think they, they there's, maybe there's something around, but 
Uh, let's not look at the penises. <laughs> are you gonna are you gonna go keep looking around and see if there's any other artwork? Uh, just like a quick look around, like okay, did like for example, what if one of the kids left drink? Just being curious person. I'm gonna see if there's anything else besides penises on here. You do notice, like, it looks like a big fat guy with a giant mustache, and then <laughs> it says boring over the top and arrows pointing down. It's very cartoony. Very, Someone is very artistic in we this We have an village. artist here. <laughs> hmm. I wonder who that guy is. Walks over, start looking at it says, hmm, the perspective is, could be worked on. Uh, hmm. He's analyzing <laughs> the drawing. Who do you think that fat dude is? Uh, Does he look like anyone we've met? Please tell me the mayor comes standing like right behind them <laughs> and there's a fat dude with a mustache. <laughs> no, it's no one you've met yet. Uh, I don't see anything here. That's just funny. You guys kind of look, kind of go the long way around so you can really get a good look. There's nothing cheesy back there other than just some weird art, and that's about it. Nothing okay. like. I guess we wait for the group. <laughs> we probably come back. Jeez. Yeah, we found out some information. Found penises. You we found what? penises. Yeah. Um, Wait, just the penises, not the people that are normally attached to them? Well, no. I mean, there's a no, drawing no, of a big no. fat dude with a mustache, but we found out the kids like to go behind the mayor's house and paint stuff on the back wall, and we found a really veiny penis. I've never oh. seen one like that before. I've never oh. seen one. I mean, okay, so never mind. Um, So we found a veiny penis, <laughs> and then a drawing of a big fat bald dude with a mustache. I would wager I guess that that is most likely depicting the mayor. Mm -hmm. I think that there's probably some kid that has a lot of artistic ability and we need to find him at some point because he, they probably have a lot of talent and no idea. Maybe not, maybe not exactly the priority. You found information oh, that's true, that's true. other than the penises? Uh, yes, um, uh, there is... Uh, one kid was, was boring this. and liked to go fishing. Mm -hmm. uh, one kid had a crush on Juno. One girl almost went with them, with with Juno and her friend, but she ended up going shopping with her mom instead of going with the girls. They, they all pretty much said that it was very weird that they went out. Uh, that they they were close to them. Like apparently they were really popular. And, yeah. Uh, they do find it very strange that they disappeared out of nowhere. Well, it's like 10 kids in the whole village, so it's really easy to be popular. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> There's some bitterness in that statement. I don't know why. <laughs> Nella was never popular, I guess. Uh, okay, well, um, we found something too, I think. Um, maybe a little more pertinent, but um, not that what you did wasn't pertinent. Uh, we found something. We should go. Okay. Well, what did you find? 
Warren found it. I found a big drag mark, almost like six feet long, that leads into the forest. And also, Ooh. unfortunately, by blood where the berries were. Were they fresh, hmm. those marks? It, it seemed like it. Hmm. It wasn't too fresh. It, there was some rain like washed over it and everything, so it didn't seem fresh. I should have, uh, okay. I should have clarified that. My apologies. No problem. But yeah, with with uh, Lou and uh, Dust, we should probably cover a lot of ground and be able to get on some type some type of trail. I used to grow up in a forest, so I'm really good with that sort of thing. Um, so I can help. Yeah. Okay. All right. Back to the forest, I suppose. Okay. So do you all head to the forest? Yes. Uh, I just wanted to speak to the mayor. Oh. 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 oh that well, probably sense. a good idea. Like that, okay. was, that was kind of why he suggested we meet at the mayor's house. I figured uh, that was. Okay, so we question the mayor first, and then we go to the forest. Mm -hmm. And we make no mentions of the penises. No, we don't. We're not snitches. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, Kazaris, you're going to knock on the mayor's door? Yes. As the official door knocker of the party. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, perfect. You do so it so you well. See... <laughs> Very polite. I just figure it makes sense as he's the most like normal looking out of the party, so True. <laughs> see, I get called racist for calling out orcs, and he says he looks the most normal, and I like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's because we like him better, that's all. <sighs> Because he's the most handsome. Yeah, he is. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you knock on the door and this big, big guy with a burly mustache, bald, completely bald, answers. Oh, he is what just the like the drawing. Alright, <laughs> uh, that makes sense Lou, now. Lou, no, oh. no, Lou. Lou, oh, no. Don't. So, uh, Excuse me, Mayor. Sorry for bothering you, but oh no, come in, come in, please. Oh God, his voice Help. matches. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. But... I just, I just kind of grab Lou by the back of the neck, and I'm like, shut up, no, just shut up. I picture you, Pit, since you're a Goliath, you just picking this kid up by the scruff of his neck. Not picking him up, just like <laughs> gently laying a hand on it, like, like. like... <laughs> The so hand is like boy. the size of Lou's head. <laughs> yes, which means it should carry a heavy message. Just no, no, Lou. Oh, <laughs> so, sorry. Cesaris will make his way inside. All right. Uh, is there anything I can do to help you all uh, answer any questions? Well, the first question is. No, 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 shh, it's not, we'll talk later, no, no. Is that, I was a bit curious as to why a mayor would wait three days before sending anyone to look for missing children. I was wrong, I should have put my hand on him. Okay. Because where I'm come from, 
Such things are usually done within a day. Uh, of course, yes. Uh, very good question. Well, my scouts were out prior of the uh, taking, and when they returned, I gave them one day of rest and sent them right out. Uh, I am inside checking that. <laughs> Go for it. Wait, wait. Oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> he is completely sincere. <laughs> I, I like I, it, it is a valid question, but like, no, absolutely. Yeah, so he t- he yeah. explains to you that they were out on a on a scouting trip for him, and he doesn't have a lot of people here to do you know to utilize. So when they came back, he gave them one day's rest because they were just out like on a two or three day journey. Came back, they rested, and then he sent them right out. Of course, I entirely understand it. Was just something I had to satisfy my own curiosity. And oh, absolutely! I I'm trying to take this as serious as possible. Of course, with all the uh, grieving families, it's hard to yes. to make it lively here. Yes, and if I may ask, um, how many scouts did you send after them? And were they in about how experienced were they at their films? Um, my personal uh, opinion—they're they're the best I had, or have. Hopefully, they're still out there. Oh, not doubting that. But um, yeah, it was a group of five, and um, I sent them out. They just haven't been back. Do they have any way of getting in contact with you if they're out in the field? Uh, unfortunately not. I see. Um... I wish. Yes, such things are the convenient. Uh, Kusars would look to the group. Um, do... Any of you have any questions? I think it's quiet. Do you... <laughs> I have a... Can I have a brandy? Oh dear, that was not a good question. Um, <laughs> but he's a mayor and I'm a guest. Yes, that is so true. Um, is, is that a normal thing here? Sure. Uh, no, it is not normal. It's not. He pours a drink for all of you. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, okay. I was going to suggest a spell, but I don't think I can do it unless I've seen something. Hmm. Yeah. What spell is it? What's, yeah, I can what's... locate. I can locate object. Um, but I have to have. I have to have seen, actually seen it. It can't be something described to me. Maybe they. The mayor has like a picture of some of the kids. Yeah, you. You have to be familiar with it. That's what the spell just says. So would that mean if somebody had a picture, like seeing the picture of it, or I have to actually have seen? It says an object uh, known to me. I think Dusk would probably try to ask, uh, what kind of equipment do you give these scouts? Uh, Bows, arrows, uh, short swords, armor. Yeah, they're pretty well equipped. That's why it's kind of odd that they haven't showed back up. They're like I said, they're pretty good, but I don't know. So, 
if there was something that they were wearing that was very particular, like not common, I could try to locate that type of object. Like if it's not something that would pop up everywhere. It's a symbol of some sort. Right, or, or even a piece of jewelry. I mean, you're not going to find that much jewelry out in the woods. So are you trying to ask the mayor if they had jewelry on them? No, we should probably go ask their parents, which is going to be very uh, awkward. If you want, if you do want to do that, I yeah, you could do that. Alright, I'm going to just go run back and knock on the door of Charles' house and be like, hey, psst. Okay, so you head yeah. to Charles' house. Alright, mm-hmm. are you guys all done with the mayor? Then we can just... Um... Kusaras before he leaves. Um, excuse me, Mayor. Uh, yes. In case we are unsuccessful, um, I know it won't replace the situation, but um, he's going to pull out his uh, money pouch and he's going to give the mayor 20 gold and he's going to say for Charles and what was the other father's name? Sam. Sam. Uh, for their families, if we are unsuccessful, I know it won't replace the daughters, but I hope it'll at least. I appreciate that. I will get. I will get that as, as for them at once. Can I make an insight check when he hands him the gold? Yeah, absolutely. Now you're doing it against the mayor. Yeah. Like. He he seems genuine. Okay. He's not he, like all oh, like <laughs> he's like no no he's not like yes mine <laughs> nah he's he says oh, thank you very much I really appreciate it okay all right he looks at all of you if you do end up finding those girls and I really hope you do we do have rewards a hundred gold apiece to all of you if you can get them back safe we will do our best and with that you guys exit the mayor's house and head to Charles' house. I knock this time much louder. Much, okay. Much harder. <laughs> I am not the designated oh, wow. knocker. You hear something fall on the other side. <laughs> Ooh, that, uh, that happens sometimes. <laughs> Charles opens the door. Hi, I didn't break anything, did I? Oh, uh, no, no, it's fine. Hi, I have a question. Um, did your daughter or Juno wear anything um, special or important, uh, different? She wore a butterfly beret. It a beret? Yeah, it's, uh, it went in her hair. It had uh, oh. two sapphires on it. Real sapphires? Yes, it was my grandmother's. Okay. That could work. Thank you. And then I immediately just close the door to say, so I walk away. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> you you gather with the group, and what are oh. you all going to do now? Uh, I think we're all going to head to the forest. Into the woods. <laughs> I'm sure everything will be fine. Okay. So 
So Warren, you bring the group to where you saw those drag marks and you follow them. You guys go deeper and deeper, it gets darker. All you see around you with your dark vision, if you have it, is the shadows of trees and roots and branches. You'll see like the occasional animals scurry off into the woods. You'll hear all sorts of nighttime. It's not nighttime yet, but it's nighttime in the forest because of how dense it's getting. You guys are starting to compact towards each other, getting tighter as a group. And who is leading? Or Nala, are you casting your I don't want to cast it yet. It's Okay. It's within a, th- it's within a thousand feet. So if we don't have a a good idea that could, you know, be anywhere. If no one knows what's up of Kreesars would be in front. I was uh, suspecting maybe uh flu or dust just because they right. have a better sense of smell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also have a survival if that helps for yep. being out here. That does help. Um, I'll cast Guidance on Lou. Okay. Uh, let's see, that gives me a D4, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you place your hand on the mid of Lou's back, and the radiant energy goes through you, Lou. You can roll a survival check for me as you are checking through and following this drag. What's that? Uh, 21. All right. Oh, wait, it didn't add the bonus. Uh, So with the bonus... That's going to be 23. All right, 23. Okay. So as you continue, you're following this this drag for some time. But then the drag is gone. And... Now you're starting to see these giant root systems. And as you are kind of like seeing these indentations in between the roots, you you notice that it's not only a drag, but there's a, a print and then a drag. And then you lose sight of it. And you guys are kind of traveling on, like along with Lou, and he's smelling, and he's you're getting that you're getting that sense, and then you smell iron, like blood. And as you guys reach this point of the forest, you notice bodies, and you notice. Uh wolves laying on their sides with arrows in them. Hmm. A battle Um, has happened in this area. You see blood and gore. You see the tree trunks covered in this just this thick blood. And you take another step, Lou, and you see this man that is almost torn in half 
and he's laying on a tree, blade in hand, dead. And you see just probably a pack of wolves everywhere laying dead as well. So I'm going to say Lou goes normally, who's very chatty and chipper, definitely like goes very like quiet and somber. And you notice that like under his hood, there's like a, a, a twitching and lowering, um, and his hood ends up falling back and you can see his ears are like lowered. Uh, his fox ears are lowered down and uh, he, he looks really upset at this scene. Uh, how many, is it just the one man's body or is there more than one? Looks like just one. But you also see a, like a pack of wolves all fallen. Um, is this in like a clearing? It, there's there are trees perched up around think of like a like a heavy forest there are some patches where it's clear ground well from what i'm getting uh from the description is that basically this man was attacked by wolves and then defended himself and then both wolves and the person died kind of like what i'm getting i don't know well like there was this there's a body that's lying down with a blade, and there's a bunch of wolves around him with uh, arrow arrow bolts on, on them. Also that. Is that getting this right? That's what you would surmise, yeah. You look around and that's what you do see. So Chrysaris is going to do a couple things. He's going to... He's going to inspect one of the wolves' bodies, and then the man's... Uh to try to discern what exactly killed them like judging from the wounds that type of thing okay make a medicine check for me and dr professor you want to know when the last full was i would say oh i'm not very good with moon cycles but it is just about i would say tomorrow will be a full moon ah oh Oh good. You have uh, a you have a revelation. And with the medicine check of 11, you discern that this man has been bitten severely by wolves. And also almost like he was torn apart. You can see bruises on his neck. And like he was tossed onto the tree as a kind of like a finisher. So Chrysaris would take him down from the tree. He would find a clearing. And what he's going to do is um, he's going he's to make sure there's no leaves or anything that can catch. Um, because he doesn't have a shovel to give the man a burial. Okay. So Actually. he's going to... What? Go ahead. I, I have I have a shovel. Oh, that that was better than what I was gonna do. Yeah, I was gonna burn him. That is not a good idea. <laughs> no, don't do that. Also, uh, well, he didn't he didn't know if someone else had a shovel, so like, he wanted to at least give the man some peace. That I'm gonna yeah. Um, I was gonna ask, uh, does he have any equipment on him, like a bow? Yeah, he has a bow, a short bow, uh, about 
Five arrows. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah. You, Did you, you just get... say yoink? Yep. <laughs> you got a short bow. If you want the five arrows, you got five more arrows. And he has a short sword, basic short sword. No money on him. Uh, yep. You would you would surmise that this is one of the scouts. Yeah, I think that uh just for, like not really looking like with the tip of his fingers would uh pull the bow out and the and see if he can use it. Uh I mean Okay. Never know. Um never know, yeah. Knowing that it. knowing that time is of the essence, Nala's gonna help was it Warren who was doing it? Or Chrysaris? Chrysaris. Oh, well, Chris, Chris, well, Chrysaris yeah. doesn't have a shovel, but he, he wanted to at right. least put them in Right, so goes with Chrysaris and helps dig a hole. It's She has, like, a hand shovel that's, uh, like a... Anyway, it, she helps dig a shallow grave, and then she takes, like, a pouch uh, from her bag, and, like, uh, after they bury the body, she, like, sprinkles... Um, these herbs and things over the grave and starts singing a very low uh, chant for like a, for like a couple minutes and yeah, Chrysaris would be on his knees praying to Cord to watch over him yeah and then uh, when she's done she goes and gives Lou a hug okay Awesome, beautiful. As you guys are are doing your ritual, you you do notice that the body has been probably dead for a day. Mm. Um, can I make? Can I have both of you please make perception checks? Oh, uh, could also does make the perception since he's not making any. Jeez. These rolls. Yeah, actually, all. Oh, of hello. Check. That's fine. <laughs> hello there. That's fine. I believe I see something. I don't know what it is yet, but I see something. You see across space and time. As you are chanting and. You put this man to rest that you all have no idea who he is, where he came from. You give a hug to Lou and you kind of all brush off what experience you have just seen. And as you guys start to go forward, you see two things. On one of the wolves, you see a brand like almost something that's scorched in one of the side of the wolves it looks like kind of like an eye and actually hold on Mm-mm. and then another wolf has it and another and as you continue forward you see blood and you see another scout head ripped completely off 
I immediately like shield Lou, like like put myself in front of him, like mm, no no, no no, you don't need to see this. And then you see three other scouts, almost like kebobbed on a broken tree, laying there, just limp bodies, like a, a human kebab. Okay, we're gonna have to expedite the ritual for the rest of these guys. Yeah, yeah, uh, we're, 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 I think that at this point, uh, also like, give some description, uh, possibly when you look at us, he, his fur is a little bit more standing on end, and mm. it looks more to be, like, he still is, uh, I don't know if careful, but he, Looks like he's moving, but it's more of a fight-or-flight response. Okay. And with that natural 20 as well, the air is quiet. You don't hear sounds right now. I don't want to be here. I know. Um, Does anyone have... Who has a high intelligent modifier? Not me. I have nope. a plus two. Looks to, looks to resident wizard. Professor? Professor? Dr. Professor? Plus three intelligence. Okay, so so doctor, you are seeing this horror <laughs> of all your years. You're like, what the fuck is this? And as you're looking around for a split second, you see, you're like looking at a tree and you see this black shadow go into the tree into the tree yeah it's like a shadowy figure and it just goes into the tree and it's gone i know mostly i'm drunk and no one wants to listen but we're not alone it doesn't surprise me um but um did the did someone point out the brands on the wolves yes um can i make a history check to see if I have seen any notations of them during my studies to see what type of brand it is. I I was also for that religion check. If you could actually make it would actually be an arcana check. Oh. I can still do that even though my arcana is much worse. Never yeah. mind. I'm yeah, not no. well. <laughs> and anybody can make an arcana check if they wish. Sweet. <laughs> Doesn't really make sense that I'd know that, uh, any of that. Yeah. Ha! God damn, I suck. Oh, <laughs> god dang it. You're too drunk, man. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, man. There you yes. go, buddy. There you go. Born with natural 20 and Lou with the 19 art. So you guys, as you're looking at this, you guys know this to be like a sigil that binds people to an owner. Oh. So these wolves were being controlled in a way. Uh, these I mean, were, that's not good. Those were people? No, no, no. These are wolves, but somebody was controlling them and making them do stuff. Uh, it is but, not right. Let us 
Let us quickly get these men taken care of. I okay. do believe we have things yep. that need to be meted out. Yep. Uh, speed run, shovel, spices, chanting. Absolutely. Yeah. Prayer. Prayer. <laughs> <All right>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this entire time, Dust is like walking in circles with the hand, in the pummel of his sword, kind of like grabbing it, kind of tense. Okay. Can, is there any way to tell what direction the wolves came from? You can make a survival check. <laughs> okay. Or if whoever is, all yeah. I Actually, yeah, and I'll cast a, you know what? I'm going to cast Guidance uh, on Lou again and, uh, and, and help as well. He has advantage. If, well, it, it's, that's okay. Yeah. And Dust, if you want to roll one as well, or if you want to give Lou advantage mm -hmm. with that plus to D4, that you can do that. You can, you have advantage, Lou. Oh, that's right. I have advantage. Hang on, let me fix that. Yeah, I give him an advantage. Okay, perfect. Hey! <laughs> there you go. There we go. Oh, Natural right. 20. All right, nice. You do see where the wolf's tracks are leading to. They're leading mm -hmm. deeper into the, the forest. Well, that's not good. And with that natural 20, you also see another set of footsteps going in that direction. What, what One, kind of footprints? They look a lot like a human male, mm -hmm. like a human's male's foot. So Very big. big very big like about six inches uh yeah six inches big like my size could be yours yeah with the indentation you can say this is a very large creature mm. a really tall human maybe an orc I swear to God, if we, exactly. find, if we find these kids and it's orcs, I quit adventuring. That's, that's uh, I, we, we have just set a record for this without mentioning orcs for about 30 minutes, and you had to go and ruin it. I said maybe. I would like Dust to the marks, crush down, and look them closer. Maybe he can recognize uh, from his traveling. I don't know. You said they were like feet, or is like a shoe? Oh, you, so you're just trying to discern what's making these tracks? Yes. Um. Yeah, make nature. a. Yeah, either nature or even a history check, maybe. Well, so plus zero. Oh, buddy, with that four, yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, he's you gonna, do not. He's gonna look down. He's gonna look like very serious. Heading to the mark, really looking into it, and then oh, no, no idea. Yeah, you guys did not know. Unfortunately, none of you, none of you are discerning what type of creatures could make this. Can I make a check? If yeah, we... sure. <laughs> 
Come on, yeah, baby, let this be the one. Guy? <laughs> well, it was the highest so far. <laughs> it was the highest. However, you do not discern <laughs> what this creature You're... is. Everybody's. Oh. I definitely don't know what it is. Oh, oh no. <laughs> well, shit. Um, I either roll look... natural ones or natural twenties. <laughs> yeah, the world is in balance once again. <laughs> uh, I, if we look out um, the the tracks, how far out do they lead? Before, like, if we're just standing here, what's our line of sight? Like, how far ahead do they go? Oh, they just continue forward. They continue okay. going as far as you pretty much can see, and it is getting pretty dark now. You guys been going probably two, three hours in this forest now? I can only cast this spell... <sighs> I can only cast it twice. And I'd prefer not to cast it twice, because... Um, I can cast Dancing Lights as a cantrip. Uh, so I can create up to four torch-sized lights and make them appear as torches, lanterns, or glowing orbs. Okay. What about my torch? Because I have torches. I have no idea whether or not I have dark vision. Uh, Goliaths do not. Yes. No, they do not. Well, I have just been walking around in the dark. Just... Yeah, we'll uh, say like... that the group is kind of like helping you out. Uh, well, actually, actually, uh, I look towards Nala. I'm like, here. I rip off one of my uh, patches on my uh, robe, and it transforms into a uh, lantern, a bullseye lantern. That is both handy okay. and terrifying. And I take the lantern. Warren takes off like a big patch, and he tosses it over towards the professor and uh, Kidrix, and it becomes a horse. I'm sorry. What? 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 That's a it's a rideable horse, like a full-size horse. You had a horse in your pocket? Uh kind of. Don't you? <laughs> no, it is not something that we typically do in our tribe. Why? Mine. The the horse is named Patches and uh Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, and I offer uh, the horse to uh, Kidrix and uh, the professor because it has been a long walk. This is giving a lot of different feelings to us. Like he's he's tense, but also now he's confused. <laughs> so confused. <laughs> Maybe this is another situation where you just smile, nod, and let us continue on towards our destination. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so are we going in with dancing lights, torches, or are we trying to stay dark? I actually think we should stay dark. As much as I hate that everyone just totally ripped their clothes apart for this, but... Um... <laughs> I, can put, I can put it back, it just becomes another patch and I just put it back on. What, really? Yeah. The horse, too? Uh, that's how I... it works. I think the horse just Oh, it doesn't? No, no, I didn't well, think so. Yeah, I <laughs> Oh, crap. Sorry. Uh, but it's a hooded <laughs> lantern, like we can... Yeah, you can turn lantern. it off. Yeah, Ooh, exactly. Yeah. So... Alright. 
So with your dark vision, you continue following this nightmarish path. And you continue probably for another 30 minutes following them. Until you come to these large roots. Much larger than any of you have ever seen. You follow these roots up. And you see this massive, massive tree. You've never seen anything. It's like two giant trees twisted together to make one giant tree with a giant canopy on top that covers the night sky. You guys look up and it's just pitch black. Whoa. And you look around. You look other and you don't see any of the tracks anymore shit but you see this giant tree in front of you should I do it now uh probably. yes I would say give it a shot okay. uh, by the way Joss is looking up the tree and you can tell that he has the urge to climb it <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, maybe. No, I can't. I could. And Professor, as you're on the horse, just kind of chilling out, you see another yes. one of those shadows. It's just standing there, and you look over, and as soon as your eyes meet its eyes, which are like this dark, dull yellow, it vanishes. Could I? If I make eye contact with it, since I'm a psionic, can I make mind sliver? Can I cast that? It, it's like a split second. You like look and you see it and you're like, oh, and it like almost startles you and it just vanishes. Do you want to cast this? Try to cast this spell in that area? Well, I just, uh, uh, it says one creature I see within range. Nah, I'm not going to waste it. It's, well, um. eh, eh. No, yeah, I'm not gonna. It could be a friend, so I can't go willy dilly killing things. <laughs> okay. I want I want to do two things if I can. Okay. We have time. Um, sure. The first thing I want to do is ca uh, not really cast, but use Eyes of the Grave. Um, okay. You the... close your eyes. Once you open them, you look around. You sense no undead presence. Shit. Okay. That's worth a shot. And then I'm going to cast my first, second level spell. Uh, locate objects. And if we're right above, like, a fucking sapphire mine, I'm going to be real upset. Um, I'm looking for sapphires. You close your eyes. And what's the name of your deity oh crud muffins it's in here um is anyone else doing anything uh can i make a history check to see if i've ever heard anything about such a tree such as this absolutely go for it and can i make a in investigation i have not rolled above an eight for like ouch it's my oh, first roll that's rough <laughs> Damn. It's fine. Maybe, maybe it means combat rolls will be good. 
it's I have no idea how to pronounce it, but it's Segojan or Se Segoin. Okay. Yeah. And female or male? Uh, male. Okay. So you close your eyes and you ask Soigen to lend you his eyes. And you are focusing on Sapphire. And he brushes your chin. And he, and you swear you feel a finger push straight up. And when you open your eyes, you see the top of the tree. Clear as day with this blue speckle about the size of a sapphire through that top of the tree. Dust. <laughs> when she turns to him, he's already climbing. <laughs> you may want to actually why are you how do you, how did you know? Just climb the tree. There's something <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean I'm just climbing it because I well, well, I think there's more than that. They're up there. The kids are up there. Oh. I also want to start climbing the tree. As you guys are about to climb this tree, Warren, he kind of circles slowly around the tree. And Warren, you notice a sign and an entrance inside the tree. But on the side of the entrance is that same symbol that you saw on those foxes. Wolves. Sorry, wolves. Hmm. Poor Lou. <laughs> is there like a door or? It's an entrance you look in and it's, you can walk inside the tree. Uh, I'm not gonna do that by myself. Would, would my locate object would would I have would I understand whether or not it's inside or out? Like, is yes. it on like a branch you, or? No, you you discern that it's inside. Like, you could. It's kind of like oh. uh, you are looking inside the bark, but all you can see is that speckle. If that makes sense. My bad. I would like okay. to make a retraction. Dust, don't climb the tree. <laughs> but, but I like climbing trees. No, it's really not necessary. <laughs> oh, okay. And then uh, retracts his claws and jumps to the ground. Do I see any of that? Do you see the entrance or them climbing the tree? The, okay, you said the tree has the mark? Yeah, the so entrance. if so, you guys are, say, to the left side of the tree? Yes. Warren went to the right, kind of circling the outside. And as he did, he saw the symbol first. And then beside it is an opening, like carved into the tree. And it oh, okay. is a set of staircases that go up and curve. Never mind. I, I, I go and relay that to everybody. I immediately start heading up. Kisara's follows. I follow as well. I have my rapier drawn, and I'm very on edge. Yeah, Kusaris would draw his mace and his shield. Seeing that everyone is drawing their weapons, uh, Thus, will wait until everyone goes in, and then look out. I guess just check if anyone is following. Okay, make a perception check. And 
this as you guys are climbing it is going to have to be single file it is not wide enough to go in as a group so who is leading i i think i i think i am <laughs> oops <laughs> all right so you are fr- first i will and... follow right behind her i think Chrysaris would be in the middle no, my point I think mm-hmm. Dusk will probably be in the back because he's the last one in the train. Okay. I'll probably be with Dust and the Professor. Alright. Yes, let the red shirts go in first. Okay, do you want to be like <laughs> second last or third last? And I don't think I saw anyone. Yeah. So with that six, you do a quick glance, but you are just way too nervous to get up to see what's going on Mm -hmm. you guys can all feel your hands clammy against your weapons now are you guys just stomping up there you stealth roll on it for me i will stealth roll it because that is my jam you know chrysaris will try but he is terrible at it because he is wearing a certain type of armor that gives him disadvantage on sight same (laughs) same ah crap everybody roll stealth check for me please it was the same roll (laughs) damn (laughs) yo still not above an eight since that first roll what the tip because the dust is being as quiet as a cat. Yeah. Yep, that tracks. Uh, yep. I have advantage on those. Give me just a second. I'm also just like storming up there too. Probably wasn't really trying as hard as I could have. Okay. So you guys continue climbing the stairs and the clerics are making a little noise, but Y'all are collectively correcting mistakes. And you end up reaching a small room. Animal, random animal fingers are kind of like just laying about. Can't really discern. This is uncomfortable. There's like these jars of different animal creatures, like eyeballs and tongues oh please don't let there be a sapphire beret in a jar herbs you see all sorts of herbs i don't like this place (laughs) i don't like whoever is running this place they are bad people (laughs) and a small cot like someone would sleep there and then another set of staircases that continue forward my spell lasts for 10 minutes. So am I still sensing? Oh, yeah. You're still the... sensing that you're getting closer as you okay. continue up the stairs like your god is pulling you to the direction. He's grabbing your shirt and tugging you towards it. I'm keeping on going. Like, I'm not I'm not even, like, really looking at anything. I'm just following the path. Okay. Do you all follow? Mm-hmm. Uh, where, yep. where are you going? I yes. That's okay. So you see this room with all that random stuff in there? 
-hmm. and then she's continuing up the stairs because she's sensing the items further up what 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 kind of items are inside there's like eyeballs of different creatures that you can't discern there's different fingers like bones herbs of different types of seems like medicinal and some that you've really never seen you see like pots of dirt and a bed anything that could be useful bro not to your liking maybe I mean if you want an eyeball Hmm. do you want to travel actually one of my spells is no that seems kind of insensitive. Yeah, you can tell that, like, Doss is hesitating from continuing just because he's interested in everything in the room. <laughs> but then Fair he ends up falling. Okay. So you all continue forward. Make another stealth check, Alia. Oof. Wow. I, I'm still not stealthy, guys. Yeah. A, lot of good, a lot of good high rolls. All right. You guys are doing a lot better. You guys are heading on up. And you come to another room. This one is... The smell is like decay and rot. And you see loose skin in these buckets and just just this nastiness in this room and a large table with blood all over it and at this point I need all of you to make perception checks hey I rolled above an 8 Woo. yes <laughs> progress <laughs> you said perception okay. yes please no, no, Lou. Don't say such things. <laughs> Natural 20 again? Jeez. Okay, I'm just going to say all of you here above you. This. Well, I, I think don't this like is, uh, that. I think this is a good time to say uh, good luck, everybody. And, uh, well, I can only heal people, like, maybe three times, so maybe don't die. Dope. Um, so... I don't think anyone really intends to do that. I... Yeah! yeah. I mean... <laughs> how... Um... But I, I actually had a question, DM. How wide is this room? Right, yeah, so I would say it's roughly between, oh, 20 by 15. Okay, and it's not getting narrower as we go up, it's just kind of staying the same? Pretty much, yeah. So where in that room, in that space above me, do I sense the sapphire? Where you are located, it is straight up and then to almost like the like if you were standing in front of the tree, it'd be like towards more of the back side of the tree, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So like if I if I know where the stairs are, is it gonna be like right near the stairs or am I gonna have to cross the tree once I get up the stairs? 
it seems that you'd have to cross the tree. Okay. And you also, it is another, it is probably another floor or another floor, like two floors up. Uh, Oh, okay. Crud. Oh, I have something that, depending on the size of the room, may allow us to get to the girls, assuming they're still alive, and be able to get out without fighting. May not work, but... Okay. I can create a area of fog that makes it incredibly difficult for people to see in. But won't that make it difficult for us to see as well? It, again, it depends on the size of the room, but if the room is large enough, I can perhaps center it on them, giving us enough room to remove around their edge. Can they just step out of that? Yes, I mean, it's not going to constrain them, but it buys us time. I mean, it's Might not the perfect solution, but it is a option that we can consider. It might be a good escape plan. And I think we I can like all that. agree that the goal is to get the girls as quickly and as safely as possible. Of course. With, um, so if we can do it without putting anyone in any more danger. Mm-hmm. That is uh, now, just quick question about locate object. Uh, does it just give you like the general general location or can you like feel it like move around and stuff i will tell you yeah um it says you sense the direction to the object's location if the object is in motion you know the direction of its movement so do you feel the object moving question mark it just says you know the direction of its movement if it is moving it is Uh, not moving it is staying still uh, is that a good sign? So, does anybody have a way of maybe opening a hole above us? That does not seem like a good idea. That seems. Let's just look for the path going up. Let's just, yeah, keep going. Okay. Just be We're on alert and ready. Up. Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna pull my mace and my shield out. I'll uh, take care of the big guy. Okay. Okay, Grandpa. As you guys continue this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep the uh, stuff <laughs> that you rolled earlier. So as you guys continue up, you come into another room about the same size as prior and across the room standing in front of what would be another set of staircase you see a tall figure lifeless just standing there but you do hear heavy breathing coming from him just standing there like like it's struggling. Uh, um... Is it a monster? I'm confused. Lou, as you peek around, 
Your dark vision sees this giant humanoid creature with stitches all over his body. Uh oh, it's a ghost. Face, face is terrifying. Teeth are just gnarly. How much of the staircase is it blocking? It is standing directly in front of it. Mm. Like it is ordered to stand. So about that hole in the floor idea. <laughs> and it is it is dripping blood. It has cuts and wounds. It has burn marks on it. You see you see the similar sketching like you did at the wolves the similar mark of that eye kind of placed around its body anybody know how those things work can, can you reason with them oh they're probably no not. no they will kill you okay would a uh, dispel spell work on it dispel magic dispel magic i don't know can I do a arcana or a history check to see what I would know about this type of creature? Absolutely. Uh, which would you prefer? Arcana. Eh. Perfectly average. You do know it's a flesh... It is a golem. And you would discern from the markings on the wolf, uh, from the earlier checks and figuring out that this creature is being controlled by a being... And also, if with that as well, you would notice that this golem is damaged because it it's, has been walking through the woods. You you discern that, so you discern that it's been battling. Let's do this. Hey, big boy. Oh, my no, oh, no, God. No, 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 no. <laughs> Quick no. question. Okay. Oh, no. are, are there any cracks anywhere on the staircase by the golem? gonna cast like thaumaturgy somewhere else (laughs) to the left of the golem you see a giant opening to the outside okay um since you already had the the idea on all that you cast thaumaturgy because that was gonna do something actually i was gonna suggest to you i was gonna ask if you had the spell and we could both cast it yeah uh, i also have it and what were you about to do um, well, the first idea I have isn't going to work, but um, what I was going to try to do is make the sounds of, like, metal clamping on stairs, but going down that path away from us. Mm-hmm. Question. Did uh, Dr. Professor just yell out, hey, big boy? I think he did. I think we're fucked anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do? think I think our thaumaturgy idea was a great idea. I just don't think it's gonna help us yeah. at this point. Yeah, at this point yeah. we're probably not probably... gonna lie, uh it was probably inevitable. So Yeah. I, so I know but... we face it now or we face it when it comes right. up behind us and smack right. and sandwiches us between the uh, uh wizard. Yeah. So mm-hmm. but I may got question this. Is it reacting to us yet? So as Dr. Professor says, hey, big boy, he, the, the golem's breath stops. Oh, shit. It's silent. Aww. And then he comes, and then he takes a step. 
Oh, so it's oh. moving towards us? Oh, Jesus. <sighs> yeah, it's starting to slowly move towards can I make mindless. A, can I cast can a spell? I, same. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. It's not, it's not rushing. It's not, like, running. It's just slowly... Real... How how big is it? Like, is it um, medium? Is it is it large? I would say it's smaller than you. If you're eight foot, okay. you probably stand uh, a couple feet taller. How far away from it are we? Uh, so it's a roughly same room. So right now he's like maybe. 17 feet away he's only taken like a few steps closer to you okay uh we'll see and it's and it's dark might want those lights now oh i'm gonna cast dark vision on miss noala oh that is most helpful and it lasts for eight hours bless you okay. my child and i can do that at will <laughs> okay perfect because i'm a kid soon that's awesome so, uh, Chrysalis, seeing the situation is not going to go well, um, will reach to his neck, which he wears a symbol of cord, and he's going to squeeze it, chant some words under his breath, and then this little bolt of flame is going to shoot out towards the uh, flesh golem. I need a okay. deck save. Okay, DC 13. And Professor, yes. I would say all of you can do one action before it is the golem's turn. Does my at will dark vision count as an action? Um, no. I'll say that you did that before you guys made okay. your ways upstairs, because that, that would make sense. And that's a five that I rolled there. For his it takes three radiant damage. Okay. And Professor, yeah, you can go ahead and cast your spell. I cast uh, Id Insinuation. I unleash a torrent of conflicting desires in the mind of one creature you can see within range, impairing its ability to make decisions. The target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw of 13 or becoming incapacitated. Ooh. Okay. So, DC Wisdom 13. Ooh, Motherfucker. By uh, two. Well, guys, I did it again. <laughs> I go to the back of the line. <laughs> were, you already, were you already in the back of the line? Yeah. Um, no, I was, no I Dust was. I was in front of no, like, Dust, Dust the back. and then now I just got behind him. So not only can he make saves against <laughs> against these kind of spells, he's terrible at casting them. <laughs> okay. Anybody else? Uh, so, so we can do one free action. Yes. One action, you can like throw a dagger at him or whatever you guys want to uh, do. Will in a split second, uh, dust will move perpendicular to the between the group and the golem uh, because he has like fifty feet speed. Okay. So he's gonna get. Like kind of against the wall, and pull out the third bow. All right. Just in case something happens, he can shoot both the arrows from him. 
from the position. All right. So you're knocking an arrow and getting ready to shoot a bow? Just in case something happens, yes. All righty. I, I will use my, uh, my little extra turn here to hide in the shadows. Okay. So Go ahead and roll will... a stealth check. Yep. Yeah. There, oh, well, fuck. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't see me. I tried. Um, if 14 is the lowest AC, uh, I'm gonna cast Shield of Faith on uh, Warren. And uh, that gives you a plus two to your AC. That's awesome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess for my turn, I'll just step up uh, to the closest to this thing. Like, as, like the closest out of the whole group, I would say. Not, like, touching him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'll just stand my ground. Okay. The beast now starts to move quicker towards you all. And he is going to... Okay, so he's going to step a few more feet in front of Dust. And Dust, you see this towering figure. Actually, how tall are you? Are you taller than most of the... Okay, so he's about matching your height. So he's kind of in front of you. He cannot reach you, though. And that is his move, and now we can all roll initiative. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, that that's pretty great. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. Oh, man. <laughs> so However, mad. I am a cleric, so me going last isn't bad. No, it means you get to heal everybody who uh, screws up on the, on, the, on the way down. Exactly. Yeah. I, I am standing directly behind Warren so that uh, when he gets uh, beat up, gonna just <laughs> be right there. Okay. Well appreciated. <laughs> First up would be you, Lou. Oh, cool. So um, the creature is... Did you, like, dart off to the side? How far did you move, like, inside? Um, I guess I was imagining that I was moving at my movement up and off to the side if that makes sense okay so i would i would say that you are behind the creature silently okay moving in the dark and he's looking like he's going to be aggressive towards dust so i would say that you have your advantage uh, strike with advantage and sneak attack if you are attacking uh well i'm a swashbuckler so i always get to roll sneak attack oh okay yeah. So I will take out my fancy rapier and jump out of the shadows uh, to stand directly behind him, and I will attack with my rapier. All right. Stabby stab. All right, perfect. Seven damage with 21 hit. As you stab your rapier, it's like stabbing into a thick, thick, like, beef hide almost like you're stabbing into a cow almost your rapier almost bends and almost but you do make a good impact and good blood gushes out 
Yeah, I was going to say, you have to roll sneak attack, too. Oh, yeah, my sneak attack. So it's an additional five damage. Okay, next up is Professor. Good God. <laughs> I'm going to cast Mind Thrust. Oh, my. Okay. It needs to make an intelligence saving throw. I propel a lance of psionic disrupt, uh, disruption into the mind of one creature you can see within range. On a failed save, the target may, uh, takes 3d6 psychic damage, and it can only use uh, dash and disengage on the next turn. Intelligence right. score of 13. You win. He's nice. got 11. He's pretty okay, dumb. Okay, so... Uh, what is it? 3d6. So 10 damage, and on his next turn, it can only dash and disengage. Nice. Okay. And Warren, that's your turn. All right, then. So I am going to do a... I'm going to take out my uh, quarterstaff, and I'm going to whack it. That hits. Ah, oh, thank God. Okay. You actually have advantage, too, because you're flanking with Lou. Oh. Oh, okay. If you're, if you're getting up into his space, then yeah, Lou's behind him, and Dust is right beside you. Well, 19. So, yeah. That's five damage. Okay. You whack him good, and one of like his stitchings that is holding his shoulder gets undone it like starts to flap a little bit oh gross <laughs> it's just making heavy breathing sounds uh and i'll use uh one of my key points to do uh uh fury of blows okay so that's two unarmed strikes do i get advantage on those two yes you do cool six damage oh yeah and three damage. And uh, with that last hit, uh, it, I use my open hand uh, open hand technique and it needs to make a dexterity uh, saving throw of 12. Okay, it passes. 15. Alright, that's the end of my turn. Okay. Dust, you're up. Okay. He shoots his foot uh, blow. All right, 15 hits, yep, and six damage, perfect. It sinks into, like, right into the shoulder where the flap is gone. He remains in place. And grabs out the other bowl. The other uh, arrow, that's it. All right. And... Nava. Okay, um... If I cast a first level bonus action spell, can I still cast a cantrip action on my yes. turn? Okay, I just checking. Uh, I want to cast Toll the Dead on him because uh, you said he was damaged, and actually he's already he's definitely damaged now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that's a wisdom. It is a wisdom saving throw. Okay. And that is a fail. My DC is a 12. Yee. Uh, so it'll take 1d12 necrotic damage. Wow. Okay. Well, Ouch. <laughs> it was a very small bell. Uh, it's like a dinner bell. 
Yeah. <laughs> However, I'd also like to cast. Uh, I really hope this is the only bad thing we have to fight. A spiritual weapon. All right. Probably be something much worse up there that I should have saved this for. Hmm. It's always one of the gambles of D and D. I know. Yeah, I'm doing it. I already said I'm doing it. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to put a right next to him and attack him with it. All right. Perfect. So go ahead. That for sure hits. Yeah. Okay. Eleven damage total. And Ooh, that's, a that's nice my one. turn. Yeah. All right. He is looking hurt after that. You slam down with your spiritual weapon and you basically cleave off one of his arms like falls limp. And it is his turn now. Uh oh. Hmm. Yeah, but he, uh, he he can't really he can do only, anything. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Good job. Mm -hmm. Good, good job. Mind thrust. thrust. Okay. So, uh, Professor, your spell allows him only to use a reaction or a dash? Uh, yes. Dash okay. or disengage is his only, uh, he can use the only action. So he's going to run. Is that something that he can do? It just says on a failed save, the target takes 3d6 psychic damage, and it can use its action only to dash or disengage on its next turn. Okay, so he's going to dash away. So okay. Dust, Lou, and Warren all have attacks of opportunity. <laughs> okay. And he is running straight to the window, to the, to the large opening. Hell yeah! Dang. Dang. <laughs> wow. Well, Fox boy is pissed. Okay, Oof. never mind. Never mind. <laughs> the world is in balance. Now we need, it, now we need a 10. Now we need a 10. <laughs> okay, let's try Do it, Dust. I also get a... Another my boy? <laughs> 12. That hits. Yeah, that does hit. So as he starts to run... Dustin and Lou make perfect eye contact, just give like a good like nod and you throw your dagger and you release your arrow and it strikes him right into the neck and he falls hell yeah on the ground Yay. we did it you retrieve your arrow and shit, shit. <laughs> I cast spiritual weapon <laughs> damn it <laughs> it's, it's okay I'm keeping it and at this point, Nala, your spell, you see the sapphire start to fickle and fade away. It's starting to wear. Like you're losing con. You're losing your. Uh, yeah, yeah, the spell's ending. Um, um, I mean, okay. at least it's right above us. Right. Are they right above us? Were they right above us? You said I had yes. a few more floors earlier. Yeah, it is. Above you. It's directly above me now. Yes. Okay, I still have this spiritual weapon. Well, I only have it for one minute. Dang it, never mind. 
Yeah, it's fine. Okay, it's probably gonna be gone, but I'm gonna take it with me anyway. <laughs> as long as I can make I it like, go. <laughs> Try to make it up the stairs in thirty down, seconds. Does gonna give the biggest smile and thumbs up to the group. You did such a good job, Lou. Oh, we we did really good against that guy. Yeah, yeah we did. <laughs> God, I know. Unfortunately, <laughs> we still have more work to do, ladies and gentlemen. Let's just keep moving. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah 30 seconds. 30 seconds. We have 30 seconds to get up there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very quickly. Uh, that's gonna move quickly. Uh, he will go. There was an opening, right? Yeah, it leads to like the outside. You look, and it's straight down. Okay. What happens if? Like grabbing onto the wall with the club, uh, looks up. Is there any other opening? Ooh. Oh, so you're okay. So you you kind of like use your cat claws to grip and look up and around, make a perception mm -hmm. check. Basically, just to make sure that I can actually look out and don't fall. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, tits. You don't see another opening. You just see canopy, like you're almost to the top of the tree. Mm. Okay. Us follows right. group. So you guys all start. Fifteen to... seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Das is really disappointed. Like he really wanted to climb that tree. <laughs> right. Uh. You guys are kind of in a little bit of a hurry, but you're trying to keep your stealth still. You reach the top and you see this new room, but it's a lot bigger than the others. It goes in and then it lifts up and there you see a humanoid figure Shit. with long black oily hair Shit. that goes all the way down to probably her calves. She must be a fish to wash. Yes. <laughs> she has as we walk in the room, purple, that's what she hears. She has like a purplish tint to her skin. Oh. And she is above on this platform. Two little girls lay there seeming lifelessness hair is dangling and as you see this she has her arms open wide and she's looking and she has that same type of marking on her forehead oh shoot that looks like oh. it's carved into her with her own nails she has in her left hand this bowl of like the steaming liquid it's like it's like frothing on the sides and she's muttering in a language none of you understand it's just and the smoke is starting to swirl would we recognize this as necromancy uh being clear it's, this is not necromancy Without saying anything, Das will raise 
the bow and aim. I'd also like to use whatever's left of my spiritual weapon. <laughs> no, no, I'm just gonna look to the side to see if he can actually shoot. He's not... He doesn't look like he's aiming at the person. It looks like he's aiming, like, kind of next to him. Her, or whatever this person is. Okay. I uh, don't know what the group reacts, how the group reacts to this. And now she's about 35 feet away from you. So the spiritual mm. weapon would not be able to reach, unfortunately. Yeah, it's probably going to fizzle out. That's fine. But she's standing there muttering this ritual. We can't let her finish this. She raises the cup and she says, let the sisters uh, I cast of the... Mage hand. Tip <laughs> I, I cast custom oh. wind. Wait, 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 wait. One at a time. One at a time. <laughs> Gust of wind. DC 13 strength save. If, it, if she fails, she is pushed 15 feet. Um, and I am... And the direction I'm wanting to push her is to the right of where the girls are. And away okay. from the altar that she's on. I kind of wanted to hear what she was going to say, but I also didn't want her to finish the ritual either. Yes! Hey! There you go. So oh. you are pushing her. Yes, she pushing her to the right. Well, it, it depends. Where, where where am I in relation to her? Because I was in the middle of the group. Like, is she directly in front of us? Yeah, so you are looking straight on her. She's 35 feet away from you. And then how are the girls situated in relation to her? The girls are in front of her, laying down side by side. You are they on, like, either side cannot, of her? or You cannot get a good visual just because she is higher up, and the girls are laying down on that high up platform. So, so I'm pushing her back off of her platform. Got it. Mm -hmm. Pushed back and the bowl that she was holding spills and flies everywhere, shatters on the wall. Um, her hair is messed up. She looks and these ivory eyes look back at you. Shit. Shit, shit, shit. It seems like you have all past my creature oh yes he is dead <laughs> that is okay I can make a new one with all of your skin um, unfortunately no, the only place you. you are going is hell which is where I'm going to send you by the power of cord <laughs> such foolish how, how mortals um, it's about, I would say, 15 feet up. Mm. There's uh, stairs there's on either side going up. That I would like to do when we have the time. Sure, she, she looks at you all. She goes, I will raise my sisters, and we will become the Oil Raven sisters once again. And I will kill all of you for it. And that is where we need to roll initiative. Damn. Woo! Hey, I actually get to do stuff this combat. <laughs> oh, dust. 
Oh, oh no. no! Dang! Avre is a fickle, fickle creature. She's a fool. <laughs> to put it bluntly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Alright. <laughs> so, with that, Professor, you're up first. Sup? So, um, yeah. I have an AC of 11. What? So what? Shield. Where were you when I was asking uh, about shield, people's AC? Shield is a reaction, though. Oh, yeah. never mind. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Magic missile. Boom, boom. You're All right, so roll your D4. Dollar classic. Man. 3D4 plus 3. Uh, Kendrix, you're up. Chrysaris is going to... His, his eyes are going to go white. And he's going to say, Voila, blue, and dust. May God bless you and see you through this battle. And I am casting bless Aww, on the three of you. Yeah. Hashtag blessed. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Yes. Best found D&D, by the way. All right. And that's your turn. So, Nala, you're up. <sighs> Okay, I, yeah, they're on a 15 foot high thing. I can't get to them, but I do want to try, sorry, to get as close as I can to the girls while still okay. keeping a line of sight on uh, which lady. Okay. Are you going to the left side or the right side? So <sighs> as we're looking at it, the platform raises, there's two staircases that go up on both sides that mm -hmm. you can go up. I go. I think that Dust will mention that he can get the girl. Yeah, get them. I completely ignore what I just said five seconds ago and uh, go like a little over to the left of the platform, so like going around it to so I can see the lady. Okay. And you're keeping your distance, or are you moving forward? I'm still gonna move. She. He, she got pushed 15 feet back, right? Yeah, you can, like, see the top of her head. That's about it. Just, like, yeah. the angle you're at. Hold on. I'm looking at range. Oh! Oh! I'm fine. I'm just gonna move over, like, so I can see her. So I, I don't want to necessarily get closer unless I have to, but I just want to make sure I can see her completely. Okay. And then I'm gonna cast Guiding Bolts. You got it. Does that I hit? unfortunately misses. <laughs> it streams right past. She ducks under and it hits the, I have the so tree behind few her. Spells. Oh, God, my heart. Okay. In that case, I'm gonna use my movement to get closer. Okay. We're about to melee this. this. And what's your movement? Uh, 30 feet. You can get just right on like the center stairs, the center of the left side of the stairs, if that's where you want to be. She's, she's off the platform, right? The platform actually connects to the back of the tree. It's uh, not like she's not gonna like fall over. So okay, she okay, okay. The okay, wall okay. of the back side of the tree. In that case, I will go to the left side of the stairs. Yes. Okay. Okay. Alrighty, and right now you are about. Uh, I would say 20 feet away from her. Okay. Okay. I 
this is fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's Warren, fine. you're up. Um, Wait, did you have, you, you have Bless. Wait, <gasps> I do! <laughs> Oh my god! Okay, 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 okay. Watch it be like a one or something stupid. Or something. Ooh, a oh. two. So 13? Does 13 hit? Unfortunately, that does miss <laughs> as well. Sorry. Okay. All right, Warren. Bring me up. You are Break up. me down. <laughs> hey, we, we had to at least try. Yes, that's true. That's true. Alright, so I'll make a, a beeline to uh, the witch. Okay, what's your movement speed? Uh, 35. 35? Okay. Am I in her face or? You're about 10 feet away from her. 10 feet? Aww. Uh. But you are very close to the two girls. How close? You're like, you could step over and touch one of the girls. Are they sitting right next to each other? Yeah, they're right. laying. They're laying less than five feet next to each other, just laying there. You okay. see them; they are breathing. Oh, good. But they are uh, in in comatose. They they are not awake. Okay, I'm gonna use uh, one of my key points to use step of the wind to uh, uh, use my up bonus action to uh, dash, disengage, and my jump distance is double for the turn. And I'm going to attempt to uh, pick up both of the girls, if that's possible. Uh, I would have to say for your size, you could probably only manage one. Because you're... Uh gnome yeah like you're you're strong enough to pick one up like you can like kind of soldier carry one around the shoulders okay fair enough um i'll pick up the furthest uh one then okay do i have to make a strength check no she's a 15 year old girl if i think i'm okay. i think a monk can hold a 15 year old girl <laughs> <laughs> so she so you pick her up and the uh, witch looks no that is my precious and you okay go. take her away i uh pick her up and i start running it towards uh uh the exit where we uh, entered from so you said yeah. your movement is 30 feet 35 35 so you just move half your movement because you're carrying someone fair enough so you make it about to the bottom of the staircase next to Nala. Well, I still haven't taken my action yet because the dash was bonus action. So okay. can I move another? Can I do another dash? Triple uh, dash? You use your action to move as well, yes. Okay, so that's what I'll do. All right, so you are like almost, yeah, you are by the door leading down out of the tree. Perfect. Okay. And that'll be my turn. All right. Now it is Oil Raven's turn. She is going to cast Magic Missile as well. Crap. And she is going to target Warren, Nala, and Professor. Now I can cast Shield, right? 
Not against yeah. magic missile. Ah, but shield. Or at least I don't think shield works. Against shield works wrong. against magic missile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Shield's the only thing that works against magic miss- yeah. missile. What about deflect missile? Nope. Dang. Uh, no, that's not gonna do it. <laughs> I was so, hoping. Warren, you see this. As you kind of like look back, you see this black diamond form from her hand and she fires it out and you take five force damage. Ouch. Okay. Okay. Nala, the same for you, but you take three force damage. And Professor, are you using your reaction for shield or are you going to take four? Okay. So you take no damage. You see the diamond coming, but you throw up your shield and it shatters against it. So you take no damage. (laughs) Ha ha! I like Kiki. And she is going to step forward and hover the like kind of put herself in between you all and the final girl. And she's going to start trying to uh, finish the ritual. Mm, Not today, lady. She continues speaking in that language. None of you understand. All right, and Lou, you're up. I understand a lot of languages, though. Okay. <laughs> Do you know Primordial? No, that is not one of the ones I know, unfortunately. Oh, I <laughs> thought oh, about that. I have Primordial. I actually know Primordial. Oh, you do? Yeah, I have Primordial and Sylvain. You, you, you do understand, then, she is casting a ritual to become one as a sisterhood. Let this blood run through us as one. Oh heck, she's trying to make another witch. Yep, she's trying to make these two females into her new sisters. Oh, tit. Yeah, we gotta get them out of here. How far away am I from the girl and the witch? Like, where I'm at in the middle of all of this chaos. So I would say that you're on the bottom of the right or left staircase. I'll let you pick whatever side you want best. The left side was where Warren has taken the girls, so the right side is the girls occupying there. Mm-hmm. I would say that you are about 30 feet away from both the witch and the girl. You just have to run up the stairs. Can I make... Let's see. I want to make an acrobatics check to get behind the witch so I can get towards the last girl. Okay, yeah, absolutely. I say the way that it is carved out that you can jump from like stump to stump to get up on top. That probably doesn't get me very far. I would say that you manage to get in a position where you can grab the girl. However, the witch is expecting, so if you were to pull away, she would have a talk of opportunity. I'll risk it. Okay. Uh, make a claw attack. I believe that misses. A that 10. super misses. Hey! You grab the girl, and because you are holding her, your movement is halved. Alright, so, so you I can get duck underneath feet away. her. Yep, so you duck yeah. underneath and you're about fifteen feet away from the witch, about halfway down the stairs. Okay. Okay. Alrighty. 
Okay, so now it is dust. You're up. Oh, okay. I need to know uh, from the door, which I suppose where dust is, to look how far away is it? 15 feet, not even. Okay. Um, from him to uh, Warren, I think? Warren is actually right next to you. He's like about okay. to exit the tree with the uh, with the other fifteen year old girl. Okay, I think Dust will. Is Luke gonna be okay carrying the kid? Does he look? Yeah, be... uh... yeah, I would say all of you have enough like strength to lift a, a small girl up easily. Okay, I was saying because Dust is hella fast, so. Uh... If you wanted to approach Lou to explain, that that would be fine. And I'd allow you, to, like, that's like free action being like, if you give me the kid, I can get out of here quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, hey, 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 I can run really fast, believe me. Okay, yeah. I'll hand okay. her off to him. Then? And as soon as she's gone, as soon as they take off, I'll draw my rapier and turn around and get ready to oh. head back into the fray. I love okay. him. Okay, and... uh, wait, uh, so he goes to, uh, Luke, and then, in, uh, line agility, his 50 feet of movement become 100 feet of movement. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> to max speed. <laughs> You're gone. So, this is the thing. Okay. So I'm gonna grab the kid, uh, Got at least a four down. I don't know how much movement helped me. Yeah, I would say that you are probably in the second or first room that you guys went into with that amount of speed and like how how you're going about things. I would say that you're well enough away from the battle. You, you can just see as if it's going this golden blur just go past you <laughs> and then you literally feel the wind <laughs> and now uh, it's the wind oh my god <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> even half your carrying i would say that you could probably make it out of the tree fine oh no i'm just uh living here right at the entrance and then i'm running back up okay so I would say with that, you'd be about halfway back up the tree. Okay, this is with the step of wind. The action is to grab the other kid. Yeah, that will be the, the my, my turn. And of course, once I leave the kid on the ground, I sort of just like, go very quickly, like pat her on the head. Like, okay, you just stay here, you stay here. Wait, okay. Uh, I'll be right back. <laughs> he says the to the girl's unconscious just, child. Yeah, she's just laying there unconsciously. Yes, and thus is running. Alright, so as you are running back speed. up... Professor, you're up. Hola. Hello. Uh, let's see, what do I want to do? Oh no. Oh, I think I'll use my last second level spell to do mind thrust. Wait, no. I'll try the insinuation on her. Wisdom okay. 13. 
Okay. Oh, that's an eight. Nice. Okay, so she's incapacitated, and at the end of each turn, she takes 1d12 psychic damage. What? And it uh, can then make another wisdom saving throw. Damn. So until she makes a saving throw, though, she is uh, incapacitated. Okay. She's filled with conflicting desires in her mind. Okay, that sounds good. Krizaris, it is your turn, and you you see the hag go limp. Like, you see Doctor cast a spell, and you look over, <sighs> the, the, the hag is just limp. Incapacitated. Okay, so, guys, I think that's the escape plan I mentioned earlier. Let's just take advantage of that, and but I what am if, if she's not dead, then what if she comes back for the girls? We'll we're gonna take care of her. Okay. So 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 we we, we wish to finish this then. Yes. Okay. So, um, Krizaris. So is she still in the air? She on the is. Platform. Yeah, she's on the right side, on top of the stairs. Is anyone close to her? Uh, Lou would be the closest, and he's 15 uh, feet away. Okay, um, I'm gonna do Guiding Bolt. Okay. For 16 radiant damage. Ooh, nice. nice. See, that's what was supposed to happen when I casted it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Avray Just so you all know, Avre was being a little bitch. Um, yeah, that hurt. And, um, Krizaris would move uh, 15 feet forward. And then that'd be the end of his turn. Okay. That hurt her, so it is... Nala, your turn. Um, Am I also 15 feet away from her? Uh, no, you're I'm on the left side. So you're actually okay. a little bit further, but you can still, you do have a visual and you're probably, oh, 30 feet away from her. Good. I want to get right up in melee. Okay. <laughs> bad idea, bad idea, bad idea. Uh, going to do it anyway. Vault over the stairs, you jump on there, uh, and you yeah. get Remember, you have and advantage and bless. Yes. Nice. Oh yeah, that that definitely hits. Yeah. Okay. Um, just hitting her with my mace. Okay. So. God. I boink her really hard. You smack her in the face. She Can just I? Takes it pretty much. She's incapacitated, so she doesn't really say much or do anything. She just takes it. Can I do an unarmed strike as a bonus? Um, I mean, I'd allow like it. The, I if you wanted the, to punch her in the face or whatever. I, it's, it's something. <laughs> yeah, if you want to yeah. go ahead and do a little punch in the face, that's fine too. Yeah, go for it. Yee. And so that does four damage. Okay. 
Because why not? Yeah, every little bit helps. And if there's a window nearby, you can just toss her out. Uh, Wait, what? I, 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 I hate to burst the bubble, but Guiding Bolt only works on the next attack. Wait, what? It's for the advantage. Oh, yeah. It's only the very next attack. It doesn't work on successive attacks. Well, even if it's on the same she's incapacitated. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, she's, incapacitated. yeah, she's incapacitated. Yeah. yeah. All right. So yeah, we're good. We're good. All right. So now it is Warren. You're up. You got girl in one hand and stairs in front of you. Well, considering I just saw. You saying bolt go by. <laughs> I think I'll just put the girl like. I made steps of dust going up the stairs. Oh, okay. I'll layer up besides the stair. I'll go attack. Alright, you're gonna walk up and attack the, the hag? Yeah, uh, how far is she? With your monk speed, you can definitely reach her. Alright. And speed. you have advantage. Oh my god, oh. dude! Okay. <laughs> that works, I guess. I got natural 20. <laughs> okay, then. I was trying to figure out where 43 came from. And, yeah. And, yeah. So that's 14 damage. Alright. And then uh, I'll do uh, <laughs> Ike do uh, Furia Blows. Okay. Uh, that's it. And a 21. Both hit. Seven extra damage. And then she has to a... A strength? Yep. That's an eight. Yeah. So I get to knock her back. That she falls prone onto the platform because that's where she was standing. So right now she is okay. prone. Right, Incapacitated. Cool. So basically we're bullying her by now. We're just curb stomping this witch. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> All right, with that, it is her turn. So she needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Dang. Okay, those fail. And she so takes she takes one d twelve. So if Adam, you want to roll, uh, sorry, Professor, if you want to roll that. <laughs> Ouch. All right. That makes her feel uncomfortable in all the places. No. <laughs> <laughs> She's like bleeding through the eyes and ears. She's incapacitated, can't scream, can't do much of anything. She's prone on the altar. And it is now dust. You're running Yeet. up the stairs. Mm. It's all my own. Like a cheetah. Uh, yes. Uh, however, cheetah, as you know, they are sprinters. Not really marathon runners, and even less so, uh, stair runners, so... <laughs> uh, I have 50 feet of speed again. Uh, I don't know if I managed to get up to the other girl with my 50 speed. With your 50 speed, yes, you, you get up to the other girl. Okay. Uh, and you would have uh, probably 10 feet of movement left. Okay. I just shout, like, I got her! 
and then start going down again. <laughs> Fair enough. And he's gone. Now, do you, um, that was just your movement, so you can use your action too to move. I can do my action. What? Yeah, of course. It's your turn. I thought that grabbing her would take my action, so yeah. Uh, and grabbing a, I, I would say that's just a free action. Honestly, grabbing a 15-year-old girl, being the size, <laughs> the size you are, it's, you're fine. You just plop her over your shoulder <gasps> and then just start heading downstairs. Uh, okay. Then I broke the same thing as uh, <laughs> dash, and I right. put her down. Uh, wait, yeah, that's gonna be my action, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna finish down. Uh, so, oh, hmm, can I come back. How much speed will I have left? <laughs> I mean, if you use Step of the Wind, you could probably... No, I can't really leave him there. I just... I really cannot. Uh, Chase gotta stay down. I would say going up the stairs and then all the way back down to meet the other girls would use all of your movement. Yeah, yeah, that's the idea. You will okay. go up, grab the other girl, go down, and then step. Make sure okay. they're... Awesome. And also, the start like... Panting, anything, very fucking hard. So <laughs> right. <laughs> For real. Okay. Got that adrenaline rush. <laughs> Just take out your water skin and start guzzling it. <laughs> yeah, feel like that. And then as, as he started like drinking and drinking, like, hey, you want some? Oh, right. No, fuck. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and Lou, I'm sorry, I skipped your turn. So Lou, you can take your turn. I apologize. Oh, oh no worries. All good. Um, so is she dead or is she? So you saw Warren jump up there, plow her in the chest so hard that she falls back oh, onto the platform, cool, and she's cool. just laying there. So she's still down. She is prone and dumb and <laughs> I don't oh my god like so... doctor professor <laughs> literally doctor professor made her stupid alright so since she's prone I'm gonna run up and try to finish her off with my rapier and since she's prone that gives me advantage yep get it that's a nine well, that's, a, yeah, 16, 16 to hit and 9 damage. Well, you miss her armor class. What the tits? Hold up, hold up. No, you don't. No, you don't. You still have, you have bless. A... But you have bless. Yes. That gives me a what to my roll? 1d4. 17. Oh, but that hits, right? Maybe. He said just miss. That could be 1, that could be 2. So, you hit. Yes. So, blessed be blessed. <laughs> yes! Hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. And you deal nine damage, and then you add your sneak attack. Oh, yeah, my sneak attack. That's another eight damage. So, Lou, how would you like to do this? 
Hashtag bless everyone. Hashtag bless. <laughs> this is awesome. That's fantastic. <laughs> okay, so I run up to. So her. I think we found the name for this one shot. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hashtag bless. bless. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So basically, I'm just gonna look down at her as I hold my rapier overhead, and I'm just gonna be like, you're never gonna hurt kids or anyone ever again. And I just like run it right through her mouth into the oh. back of her throat. Oh, oh, Lou, oh, oh. Lou, my boy. Oh, Lou went a little dark. <laughs> as, you, as, you, as he should. <laughs> as you should, exactly. As you slide the rapier, into her throat she just <laughs> I was gonna be the one and she no one cares bitch falls oh, dead the, the, the doctor comes up to Lou and just tries to guide him away from her and be like that's right you gave her a good poke that's right <laughs> no. okay. uh, Lou doesn't understand <laughs> and she is lifeless dead can can I take a look at the body? Absolutely. I want to see if she was human or something else. So was she just chanting a ritual or was she reading from a book? Uh, she was chanting a ritual. Okay. There is no book present. However, the pedestal that the girls were laying on had markings of ancient writings that are in primordial so Lou if you took the time to read it it would basically say like bring us together as one let the sisterhood reunite us let our blood flow as one let us become the sister we once were Lou gross <laughs> and 2020. as you search the body Nala, you see this jar on her of these glowing green bugs. And they're just flying around inside of them. They kind of remind you of bees or hornets. Nope. Nope. But that is all that she has present on her. Well, and I'm, I'm not really trying to, like, loot her body. I'm just trying to figure out, like, what, what she was. Like, was she human? Was she... She looks like, like a hag. human. Yeah, she definitely hag featured features, like a night hag. Okay. We didn't kill anyone that was a human person. Well, she had that mark on her, which makes me think. Well, unless she was the one, like you know, she had to put it on herself to control yeah, the I others. Think that's what I'm right. Thinking. That's okay. what that's what you would guys would discern that this marking was to signify togetherness to bond i i have a plus zero intelligence so i totally would recognize <laughs> that yeah um okay i'm gonna pick up that body and carry it down okay um is there anything else within the room not really of much of any importance 
Okay, um, Chris Ars would just head downstairs because he wants to check on the girls. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's get these girls home to their parents. Yes. All right. Um, both before they take them back, uh, Chris Ars wants to give, just give them a full medical rundown, see what's wrong with them, if anything's wrong with them. Right. I can cast healing too. You will find dust laying on the ground, like just like sitting on the wall, rubbing his legs. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I want to, I want to figure out whether or not if they just need healing or if they need something else. That's right. Kind of after. Uh, and when, when, when people uh, like, even if he's like in a little bit in pain, he'd probably just mind the group and just use a thumbs up. <laughs> Good work, Dust. Very good. Nicely done. And as you guys are talking to each other, the girls wake up. Yay! It looks like they were magically put to sleep. Are they injured? You look, there's some scrapings and bruisings, but nothing of serious matter. Okay. It's like they've been roughed a little bit. Um, I would still take a moment and heal them, just to, to return them to their parents' hole. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. So you guys give those heal spells. They are very quiet because of the traumatic experience they've just had, but mm -hmm. as they, as you guys travel further away from the nightmare tree, they start to relax, and I probably would assume that you put them on the horse or something to ride them back, yeah. not make them walk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You, you got legs, are... you'll be fine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are walking back, and eventually it is dead of night, and you make it back to the small town of Reach Out. And you are welcomed warmly with love and tears of joy. Oh, that's nice. Um, I I have the body still. <laughs> okay, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, I have it wrapped up so it's not just like bleh, um because I want to take it to the mayor and just like show him. Yeah. Also, I think that on the way out would. We'll Look around to see if there's any more equipment of the folks that died here. Not because he wants the equipment itself, but because he knows that the equipment be used by the town, so he brings it back. Okay. Could we have like said that we were did that when we were burying the bodies and stuff? Yeah, sure. So you gathered all the material to. Okay, awesome. Yeah, that sounds good. And you deliver that, and the town folks pay you each a hundred gold for completing Aww. this task thank you Woo. for all of your service um at the at the at the end of everything once we've shown the body and stuff i was gonna say nala uh goes like back out into the woods and um assuming it's like the next day she's gonna uh cast oh whatever the thing is that uh, they can't be turned undead. I think it's gentle repose. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. And uh, then she's going to say a silent prayer that this entity soul ends up exactly where it belongs. 
in hell. And <laughs> it does. It goes straight to hell. Congratulations, guys. That was very awesome. There was a lot of things that I could have done to get her out of it. But, Doctor, you fucked her head up. So that was really good. Good job, guys. Thanks, y'all, for playing. Thank you so much for joining us for this community one shot. Don't forget to join us on May 6th for the season three premiere of Party Advantage. Until then, come join our community over on our Discord server and hang out with the cast and fellow fans of the show by following the link in the episode description. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter by using at Party Advantage to check out fun posts, giveaways, and special announcements. Lastly, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you stay current with all of our episodes on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Will the party continue to have the advantage in their adventures? Only one way to find out. See you then.